Shalom to all. Today's office is Kusuf Kof. We are starting with Tzadik Tesla Mbeis. Six lines up from the bottom with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basar Yaakov, Moshe, Hernish Shalom should have an Aliyah. And Lilu Nishmas, Mars Freda Chaya Bela, Basar Yitzchak Tzvi, Hernish Shalom should have an Aliyah. And Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Shimon Ben Rabbi Avram Leib, his Nishalom should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says Shema Dayanim Shepechsushtos Ayesifushtos. An evaluation made by the Dayanim, Dayanim the Bezin, they were selling something for either the Almana or for somebody else, and they made a mistake in their evaluation by a sixth. Either they undervaluated by a sixth or they overvaluated by by a six. Machar and Batal, this sale is completely Batal, it's null and void. This is too much of a mistake. Whereas Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he says, Machar and Kayam, it's a valid Mechira, because Imkain Makach Bezin Yafeh. If you're going to say that the Mechira is Batal, if you're going to say that it's not a valid sale because they made a mistake by a six, what power does Bezin have? We know that what Bezin does has a certain power to it, and if you're going to say that their sale is Batal, then they lose all their power. However, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel does tell us, Avalam Asui Geras Bikaris Benayan, if they made any Geras Bikaris, what's any Geras Bikaris? So Bikaris literally means to visit, as in Bikar Chaylim or Livaker, to visit somebody. Over here, it's referring to making a public announcement. They made an auction on this property or on that which they were selling. So if it was very public and everyone knew about it, so in this case, even if they sold something that was worth 100 for 200, or if it was worth 200 and they only sold it for 100, then it's a valid sale. Now, who asked the following question, the Gemara tells us, who's a shliach like? Is a shliach like an almana? And we know that if an almana makes a mistake in the price of a property that she's selling for a ksuba, even by one dinar, by a tiny little amount, the whole sale is bought. So is a shliach like her, or is a shliach like Bezdin, that there is some sort of leeway if they make a mistake in the pricing within a sixth, even the Chachamim, even the Tanakam of our Mishnah hold, that it's a valid sale. Sadiq Mar Kofam Ralfantab tells us, Rava Am Rav Nachman, Rava says, B'Shem Rav Nachman, shliach ke dayanim, shliach is like dayanim, meaning a shliach is like Bezdin. Rav Shmuel Rabbesna, Rav Nachman, Rav Shmuel Rabbesna says in the name of Rav Nachman, Kalmana, a shliach is like an Almana. And now we explain this, Rava Am Rav Nachman, shliach ke dayanim, why is a shliach like dayanim? Because Ma dayanim, lavali too, just like dayanim, they're not selling these things for themselves, they're selling it for the Almana or for somebody else, Shleach is not selling it for himself, he's selling it for the one that sent him. That's excluding an Almana, an Almana is selling the property for herself. Why is that? Just like an Almana, she's doing this alone, so to a Shleach, he's doing this alone. Bezdin is Rabim. Which means he's not allowed to make a mistake in the pricing even by a tiny little amount. Ask the Gemara, why is it different than the following Mishnah? Harmel Shlucha, a fellow tells the Shliach, Go take off Truma for me. The Shliach has to take off Truma like what the Balabais would want. But if he doesn't know what the Balabais would want, he doesn't know how much Truma the Balabais would want to take off. He should take off the average amount of Truma, which is 150th of the produce. Let's say he subtracted 10 or added 10, which means he took off a 40th or a 60th of the produce. Truma said Truma, it's valid Truma. So over here we see that he is able to make a mistake. We see that he's given a leeway of 10 in either direction. Why do we say over here that the shliach is given leeway, whereas when the shliach is selling something, he's not given leeway? So the answer is awesome over there when we're talking about truma. Since there are some people that take truma off with a bad eye, meaning some people are stingy and they only take off a 60th, and some people give off with a good eye, which means they're very generous and they give off a 40th. So Amr the shliach could tell the Baal I evaluated you, I thought that you were a stingy guy, so that's why I took off a 60th, or I thought that you were generous, and that's why I took off a 40th. So the shleich is able to explain how what he did wasn't really a mistake. But over here, when we're talking about a sale to Usahu, it's a real mistake. And therefore, we can tell him you shouldn't have made a mistake. And since you made a mistake, the sale is bottle. And now talking about our Mishnah, meaning if the Bezdin made a mistake by a sixth, the sale is bottle. Asking more of Lesley, Rav Nachman, Makach Bezdin Yafe. Rav Nachman doesn't hold to this concept of Makach Bezdin Yafe that if we're going to say that what the Bezdin did is not valid, then that means that we're taking power away from Bezdin. Rav Nachman doesn't 
doesn't hold to that. If Yusayim are coming to divide property of their father, and we have some Yusayim that are Ketanim, so they're not able to make a division on their own, Bezin appoints a manager for them, and the manager chooses a good portion for these Yusayim Ketanim. Higdilu, once they grow up, they're able to protest that which they received. Now that was Shmuel himself. Rav Nachman himself says, Even once they grow up, they're not allowed to protest. Because in Cain, if you're going to tell me that they're allowed to protest that which they were given when they were Ketanim, what good is the power of Bezdin? Bezdin appointed an Apatrapas for them. If they're able to undo that which the Apatrapas did, so Bezdin now loses their power. So we see that Rav Nachman does hold to this concept of Imkain Makach Bezdin Yafe. The Gemara says, like Hasha, there's no problem. Hadito, Hadalaito. One's talking about where there was no mistake, one's talking about where there was a mistake. In our Mishnah, Bezdin made a serious mistake. They miscalculated by a sixth. So over there, we're not going to apply Makach Bezdin Yafe. However, in the case of the Yerusha that we just said, there's no mistake made over there, so the Yusayim are not allowed to protest, because if they were allowed to protest, then we would say, Ask the Gemara, hold one second. If you're going to tell me that the Apatrapas didn't make a mistake when he was dividing up the property, so then what exactly are they able to protest about? Shmuel had said that they're allowed to protest. Well, what are they protesting about? There was no mistake made in the division of the property. So the Gemara answers, According to Shmuel, they're allowed to argue about in which direction they receive their property in. He received his property to the east. But once he grew up, he realized that he would rather have his property in the west because he had a different property over there that obviously the Apatrapas didn't take into consideration. So that's the type of protest he's allowed to make. And the Gemara continues, Rav Demon Rav Demi came from Eretz Yisrael. Amar, he said, Mai said there was a story, but also Rebbe Kedivar Chachamim, and Rebbe Paskin like the Chachamim, meaning the Bezim made a mistake by a sixth, and Rebbe said that the wholesale is bottle. But Amar Lafan of Parta, Benaishor Belazar Ben Parta, Ben Benaishor Reb Parta Agadol. Parta, who was the son of Reb Belazar Ben Parta, who was the grandson of Reb Parta Agadol, he told Rebbe, In Cain, if you're going to say that we're going to be Vatal the sale, Makach Bezin Yafe, what type of power is Bezin going to have if you're going to be Vatal it? And because of that which was told to Rebbe, Rebbe Asamaisa, Rebbe was Chaiser, he took back his Psak and he wasn't Mavato the sale. Now Rav Dimi Masni Hachi, that's what Rav Dimi taught happened. Rav Safra Masni Hachi, where Rav Safra taught as follows. Maisa, there was a story, Ubikesh Rebbe Lachamim. Rebbe wanted to paskin like the Chachamim. Not that he actually paskin like them in our Mishnah, but he wanted to paskin like them. And it was based off of this Psak that he wanted to give, Amr Lafan of Parta Benesha Rebbe Lazar Ben Parta Ben Benesha Rebbe Parta Gadol, he told him, Im Kain, if you're going to paskin like that, Makach Bezin Yafe. And therefore, Loy also Rebbe Asamaisa, Rebbe didn't paskin like the Chachamim. The Gemara now suggests, let Say the machlekes between Rav Dimi and Rav Safra is as follows: Mar Savar Tabed Var Mishnah Chayzer, or Mar Savar Enoi Chayzer. Let's say the Rav Dimi holds that Tabed Var Mishnah one could be Chayzer on. We already had this previously. Tabed Var Mishnah means that if a person makes a mistake with something that's explicitly written in a Mishnah or it's a very clear halacha, even though he paskined already, we can be Chayzer from that. So Rav Dimi clearly holds that because Rav Dimi had said that Rebbe had already paskined and then he retracted his psak. Whereas Rav Safra clearly holds that Tabed Var Mishnah Enoi Chayzer and that Rebbe didn't actually paskin. He wanted at the Paskin, but he didn't yet Paskin, because if he did Paskin, even if it was a mistake, he wouldn't be able to be Chazer on it. Then the Gemara says, Loi, that's actually not the Machlech between Rav Dimon or Rav Safra. We could really say, that everyone holds that if he was Tabad Var Mishnah, he could be Chazer from that Psak. But Umar Savar Hachi Havamaisa, Umar Savar Hachi Havamaisa, the whole Machlech is Rav Dimon or Rav Safra is what exactly the real story was. They just simply were arguing in what actually happened. Rav Dimi's version of the story was that Rebbe actually Paskin, whereas Rav Safra's version of the story is that Rebbe didn't Paskin. Now we continue with this, and we had this memory previously, Omar of Yosef, Rav Yosef said, If an Amman sells a property in order to collect for Ksuba, and that property was taken away by a different Balchayv, so Lekech has Achrayas, and that Achrayas is on the Yusayimim. The Lekech goes to the Yusayimim to get reimbursed, he doesn't have to go back to the Almana. And also Rav Yosef said, If the Bezdin sold a property, and that property was taken away, so the Achrayas is also on the Yusayimim, which means that even when Bezdin sold a property, the 
the Yusayimim still have to reimburse Loikeach. And now we clarify this. It's obvious that we don't need this member from Rav Yosef to tell us this halacha regarding an almana. It's obvious if an almana sells a property and that property was taken away from Loikeach, Loikeach goes back to the Yusayimim and not to the almana. The whole halacha is necessary from Rav Yosef to tell us about a Bezdin. Why? What's the Chiddush? Because Mazatema, you might have thought, Kufan Bez on top, called the Zavrin Beidina. Anyone that buys something from Bezdin, he's buying it because he knows that there's a coil about it. Which means that when a person buys property from Bezdin, it's assumed that everyone knows about this property. And if this property was really owed to somebody else, that fellow would have come forward to protest. And since no one protested the sale, it's like the buyer purchased it without a chryas, thinking this property is free of issues. And then when issues arise later on, he's not able to go back to the Yusayimim and be Tevea anything from them. Kamashmon, the Chiddush is that even so, he's able to be Tevea from the Yusayimim if the property is taken away from him. And the Mishnah told us Rav Shimon Gamliel, Emer Vechulu Rav Shimon Gamliel, told us in the Mishnah that if Bezdin made a mistake in their evaluation of the property, the sale is still valid. The Gemara asks, but Adkama, up until how much of its value are they allowed to be mistaken? And we say that the sale is still valid. It can't be that it's completely limitless. So Amar of Hunabar Yehuda, Amar of Sheshas, he says, Ad Palga, up until half the value of the property, that's the leeway that's given to Bezdin. And Tainam Yehachavi of Abrasa, just like this, Amar Shim Gamliel, he says, Bezdin Shemachu Shavim Masayim B'mane, Ay Shavim Mane B'masayim, if Bezdin sold a property that was worth 200, but they sold it for one money, or they sold something that was worth one money for two, so Machan Kayim, it's a valid Mechira. We see that the leeway that's given to Bezdin is a full half of the value of the property. And now we move on to talking about what we had mentioned in Mishnah, this concept of Hachraza, which is when Bezdin sells something, they announce it and make it public, and it becomes a public auction. Now, Amar Meimar Shmei Rav Yosef, Amar said the name Rav Yosef, Bezdin Shemachu Bloy Hachraza, if Bezdin sold a property without Hachraza, they didn't announce it, Nasu Kamishatob with Var Mishnah, It's treated as if they made a mistake in Advar Mishnah, in a clear halacha, and that sale is null and void. They really have to announce it before they sell it. Ask the Gemara, Nasu, it's as if they made a mistake, Vadaito, they for sure made a mistake. Dinan, we have a very clear Mishnah that says, Shom HaYusayimim, in evaluation for the Yusayimim, which means in evaluation of the Yusayimim's property, is Shleishim Yayim, is for 30 days. There's 30 days of announcements that are made before Yusayimim's property is sold. Vishom HaHektesh Yishim Yayim, an evaluation of a property of Hektesh which is being sold, is for 60 days. Machrizim, Baikuba Erev, and there's an announcement made in the morning and the evening. So we see there's a very clear mission that says that we have to sell these properties by Hachraza. So we answer no. Imahi, if we only had that Mishnah, Havamina, I might have thought, Hanimilu Shliach, that's only if a Shliach is selling it, Avol Bezdin Lai, but not if a Bezdin is selling it. Mashmalan, the Chedosh is that this applies even when Bezdin is selling it. But now, Esra Ravashi Lamim Ravashi asked Amemar from our Mishnah, Shema Dayanim Shepechsu Shtos Ayesirushtos, an evaluation of something being sold by Dayanim by Bezdin, and they made a mistake in their evaluation by a sixth, Machar Batal, it's completely Batal. But what can we infer from our Mishnah? Hashave Beshave Machar Kayam, if they sold it for fair market value, so then it would be a valid Mechira, my lab Deloy Achros, wouldn't that apply even if they didn't make an announcement, they didn't make the sale public? The Gemara says, Loy, but the Achros, our Mishnah is talking about where they did make a public announcement about this property. The Gemara says, I can't be because Hamid the Sefer, but the Achros Hava, Resha, but Deloy Achros. Since the Sefer, the Mishnah is talking about where they made a public announcement in auction, so the Resha is not talking about that, because why would the Resha and the Sefer be talking about the same case? The Tani Sefer, what does it say at the end of the Mishnah? Im Asu Yigaris Bikaris, if they made Nigaris Bikaris, which we had said means they made a public auction announcement, even if they sold a property worth one for two, or a property worth two for one, that's a valid mechira. So it must be that our inference from the ratio of the Mishnah is correct, that they do not have to sell by achraza. So Gemara says, no, really the ratio of the Mishnah could be talking about where they sold it without achraza, but we still don't have an issue. Why not? One's talking about things which are usually announced, one's talking about things usually achraza does not happen when we sell them. If achraza is supposed to happen, so then they're not allowed to sell it without achraza. If achraza usually doesn't happen with these things, so then if they were sold without achraza, there's no problem. And ve'elohein dvarim shein machrizan alayim, these are things that we do not make achraza about, we do not make a public sale. Ho'avadim, if a 
Avadim are being sold, Vamatalin or movable objects, Bashtaris or regular Staras, meaning Ruven owes him hundred dollars and we have a star about that and we're selling that to the highest bidder. So that's also not sold publicly. And now we just explain Avadim Tamai, why would we not sell an Evid publicly? And the reason is Shamiyishmu Vivrachu, perhaps they're gonna hear that they're being sold and they're gonna run away. They don't want to go to a different master. So therefore we don't make a public that we're selling them. Metaltalin Ushtaris, the reason why we don't sell them publicly, Shamiyignavu, perhaps they're gonna be stolen. They're gonna be on display, everyone's gonna be bidding for them, someone's gonna run in and steal them. So that's why we don't sell them publicly. Vibai Sam alternatively we can answer Kambashashimachrizin, Kambashashimachrizin. One is talking about a certain time that we're gonna do a hachraza, one is talking about a certain time that we're not gonna do a hachraza. What does that mean? Dominar Dainar Dari say, if we're selling something for karga, to pay for the head tax, for mezainus of the woman, or to help pay for burial, so then we're going to sell without achraza. That's because we literally don't have enough time to make achraza. We have to sell it right away. We need money right now. There's no time to wait 10 days, 20 days, 30 days, however long achraza is, to make a public auction to get the most out of this property that's being sold. So when we need to sell something right away, that's sold without achraza. The by same alternatively, we could say, one simply talking about a place, a locale, an area where it's normal to make achraza. One's talking about a place where we don't make achraza. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, They never made any gars bikars in Arda, which means they never sold anything publicly in Arda. Now, so from you know, originally it was understood, why is it that in Arda they don't sell things publicly? That's because Bezdin was so expert in evaluation, they didn't need to sell publicly to determine the fair market value. They knew what the market value was. But then Amalai Rav Yisabraminumi told him, Rav Nachman explained to me the statement of his that the reason why in Arda they don't make any public sales is Mishum the Karuluhu Bene Achli That's because a person that buys from one of these public auctions is called one who consumes the Nechasim of Achraza. What that means is that in Arda it was very shameful to buy things from public auctions. That's because the reason why they were auctioning off these goods is because the people who owned them were very hard pressed for cash and so they were being sold at below market value. So it was looked down upon to buy something from an auction. That's why they wouldn't auction things off in Arda. And continue on with this topic, Amr of Yudam Rashmul, Metaltan Shal Yusaimim, Shamanaisan, Umaychanaisan Altar. Metaltan of Yusaimim, for example, if their father died and he left them a whole bunch of produce, so that's going to be evaluated and sold right away. We're not going to wait for a public auction and for a public announcement to sell it. Rav Chizda Amr Avimi, Rav Chizda said, B'Shem Avimi, Meichanaisan Lashbakin, we're going to sell them in the marketplaces, which means we're going to wait to sell in the market and then we're going to get a better price for it. The light plague, and there's no machlaikis over here. Hadamech of Shuka, Hadamech of Shuka. One's talking about where the market day is very close by, so we're going to wait to sell it at the market and we're going to get more money for it. Whereas if the market day is very far away and they might spoil in the interim, so then we're just going to evaluate it and sell it right away, even though we might not get a top dollar for it. And now a story about this. Rav Kahana have a other Rav Kahana had with him Shechra, the beer, to Rav Mesharshia Bar Chilkoi Yasma of Rav Mesharshia Bar Chilkoi, who was a Yasim. Shehia Ad Regla, he waited until the Regal, until Yontif to sell this beer. And Omar, he explained, even though it might get a little bit spoiled, which means that it might have this little sour taste because it's been sitting for so long, still, it's going to bring in sharp money, which means it's going to bring in cold, hard cash. In other words, even though this beer tastes a little bit off because it's been sitting for so long in the barrel, since it's Yontif time and everyone needs beer, so therefore it's much better to wait around for people to pay cash for it, as opposed to if I would have sold it earlier, so yes, it would have tasted fine, and I don't want to sell it on credit, I want cash. And another story, Ravina Havabiyade, Ravina had with him, Chamra, the wine, the Ravina Zute Yasma, of Ravina Zute, who is a Yasim. And who is this Ravina Zute? Barachase, it was the son of his sister, meaning he had his nephew's wine. He also had his own wine. He was going to bring his own wine to Sechra. He was going to sell it over there. He went to Ravashi. Are we allowed to bring the wine of this Yasim with us? The question was, maybe our ship is 
going to sink and his wine is going to get lost and that's going to be a loss for the Yisaimim. Amalei Rabashi told him, Zil, you can go and you can take his wine, you can sell it over there. He's not any better than you. And the same way that you're willing to take the risk for your own wine, so you're allowed to take that risk with his wine. You don't have to treat it any differently than your wine. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.